This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's 5 o'clock on a Friday. It means happy hour with Bobby D. Join us courtesy of the Ashley Furniture Guest Hotline and also courtesy of the Bobby DePaul Charities and those who support them and Bobby D, as we always do, explain the song. The 2022 Ravens football team was built to win by running the football, stopping the run, playing great special teams, and winning the turnover battle. The Ravens players and coaches say you may not believe us, but we are ready. So grab your popcorn and let's talk some Ravens football. All right, brother. Look, this defense has looked pretty good against Joe Burrow and company twice now this year. Can they bottle up the Bengals again by blitzing the bare minimum and playing all that coverage, a lot of cover three, zoning it up? There was a reason why the Ravens played all their starters on defense last week instead of resting their top players, like like I suggested. Because defense is a game of reaction, and by leaving the players on the field, they had they created a bunch of motor memory to build off heading into this weekend's playoff game. Yes, it was a gamble, and everybody would have questioned that decision if team MVP, Roquan Smith, was out this week due to that potential yeah. concussion he got last week. But he's fine, and he will be better this week because of it. For the Ravens' defense, it all starts up front with stopping the run and forcing the Bengals to be one-dimensional. The Bengals only rushed the ball for 55 yards on 20 rushing attempts last week. So that was the key to the Ravens' defensive success. Based off the tape, the Ravens played a lot of two high safety looks with six in the box, and the defensive tackles played stout at the point of attack. You think Khalilis Campbell makes a difference Woo. from the week before to last week? He does. The play of the defensive tackles allowed the Ravens' inside linebacker, specifically Roquan Smith, to flow to the ball. If the Ravens get that same type of effort inside this week, they can continue to allow the safeties to keep playing coverage. The coverage used was a combination of two deep and quarter coverage looks with safeties dropping down late into three deep coverage based off the formations, routes, and zone blitz concepts. At times, the Ravens even dropped eight into coverage as a changeup. The thing that I liked the most was how the Ravens matched the routes and squeezed the windows mm-hmm. and forced Joe Burrow to make some very accurate throws. Bobby D. Daryl Worley, at least Jason and I thought he played his rear end off last week. Marcus Peters is back, but would you keep Worley on the field? 
I definitely like the aggressive play, tackling, and pass breakups there are where he had. But keep in mind, when a player is that aggressive, he is also susceptible mm-hmm. to double moves and penalties. Not to take anything away from what Worley uh, did on Sunday, but he did get away with giving up some big plays due to some under and overthrow balls by Joe Burrow. Do I think Worley has earned some playing time? No doubt about it. But if Marcus Peters is healthy, he gets to start because he is paid to start, to play, and perform at a high level. And we need to see that from him this postseason. The one thing I did notice on tape was how the Ravens mainly played Marlon Humphrey and nickel cornerback Kyle Hamilton. Hamilton mainly aligned to the wide side of the field, and Humphrey mainly aligned into the boundary or the short side of the field based off the hash marks. The number one thing the wide side of the field cornerback can't do is bite on double moves because there is very little help deep Mm. if a receiver gets behind him. It's tough for the safety to cover over the top when playing that deep middle of the field in cover three. Joe Burrow does a great job reading coverages and finding the weaknesses of the coverage. So trust me, there will be more double moves outside to the wide side of the field against three deep coverage Sunday night, regardless whether it's Marcus Peters or Daryl Worley. Usually Joe Burrow throws the quick slants against three deep coverage, Mm -hmm. but based off the tape and the big play opportunities he missed last week, you can count on seeing a bunch of double moves Sunday night against 3D coverage. Well, Bobby, they're going to have to protect him in that case if they're waiting for that stuff to develop downfield. The right side of that Bengals uh, offensive line is in tatters right now. What can we expect to see out of a Jabo and those Ravens' edges in this game? Losing, losing, uh, losing starting right guard Alex Cup is a big blow to the Bengals' offensive line, especially when they just lost their starting right tackle, Lyle Collins, only a few weeks ago. Anytime you lose stability up front, you can count on pass uh, protection problems, and the Bengals have now lost their whole right start of the starting line. If you recall, the Bengals rebuilt their offensive line in the mm-hmm. offseason And they really struggled at the start of the season, running the ball and protecting Joe Burrow. So this will be a weakness the Ravens can definitely take advantage of Sunday night. In terms of rookie edge rusher, second-round pick David Ajabo, what I liked the most was how flexible and athletic he was moving around to go along with all that height and size he possesses. He he very well might be the guy everybody was expecting former first round pick yeah. Odafi Owe to be outside rushing off the edge. You know, based off the tape, the last few weeks of the season, what I think needs to happen is more Justin Houston and David Ajabo outside with Jason Pierre Paul and less Tyrus Bowser. I haven't really seen a lot of Tyrus Bowser, you mm-hmm. know, the last couple of weeks making any plays. Bowser has has just not made the plays. And what you want this week, especially against a quick passing game, is length and pass rushing ability, you know, to, to get upfield, get your hand, get vertical, get mm-hmm. your hands up. Because if, if they decide to spread them out with no back at some point, you're going to want to get some tip balls. Tip balls can create interceptions. I like what I saw out of Odafi Owe rushing inside. And that keeps him out of playing on a lot of space, something he has really struggled with the last two years. I mean, I don't know if anybody saw him. You know, he, he kind of missed a sack twice in one yeah, play. Yeah. So 
he really struggles with that the hips. You know what I mean? Yes. If you keep him down inside, I like the way they did it. They obviously are seeing what we're all seeing, and that's why they moved him inside. Uh, you know, he gets that great takeoff, and he can get that inside spin going. Let me tell you something. I'll take that any day of the week. More with Ultimate Football Guy Bobby DePaul next here on The Fan. Back with Ultimate Football Guy Bobby DePaul. So, Bobby, do you think the Bengals lean into the run more if McDonald's going to play those two- and three-man shells, or do they abandon the running game entirely and go with no backs in the passing game? If the Bengals could run the ball, guess what? They would. Yeah. The Bengals finished the season ranked 29th in the NFL in yards per game and 29th in average yards per play at 3.8 yards per carry. Now, with the losses of their starting right guard and right tackle in the last three weeks, I don't see the Bengals improving anytime soon, guys. The Ravens should feel real confident about their chances to shut down the run game again this week after only surrendering 55 yards last week. In terms of abandoning the running back altogether, the Bengals have one of the top dual-threat running backs in the National Football League in Joe Mixon. So he is just as, as effective as a receiver as he is running the ball. So I don't see the Bengals taking him you know, off the field just to put another wide out on the field, especially when they've had have problems keeping the ones they use on the field, like Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. Both yeah. those guys got banged up in that game last week. In addition, running back Joe Mixon, Averaged 8.2 yards per catch last week. So his presence on the field keeps the linebackers closer to the line of scrimmage and allows Joe Burrow to work the ball to the second level behind them and underneath the safeties. The Bengals did use a, a, a bunch of empty formations last week or that five-wide yeah. look you're talking about, Jason. Yeah. But they operated out of 11 personnel. Yeah. One running back, one tight end, three receivers. Using 11 personnel allows them to be more creative and give them the bounce, you know, the threat of, you know, sometimes it's the threat of the run that, you know, it has just as much impact. And so, you know, basically the Bengals, you know, they can create, you know, matchups mm -hmm. that they like with Hayden Hurst at tight end and then the three big wideouts. And then you got Joe Mixon. So they, they've got multiple weapons when they use that package. Basically, the Bengals are like an NBA team working an inbounds pass and they rely on yards after the catch to manipulate their way down the field. 11 personnel is their preferred bread-and-butter personnel package, and I don't see them abandon it. What, you know, that's what's yeah. been working for them. I mean, look, they're seventh in scoring points in the National Football League. They average 26.1 you know, per game. And in the last half of the season, they actually have averaged 29 per, uh, per game. Kansas City's number one, and they, they average 29.2. So that's what uh, Ravens defense is up against this week. Bobby, we spent a lot of time on the show this week talking about the Ravens' two tight end usage. They use two or more tight ends over 81% of the time since Lamar got hurt. Now we've got Andrews back. We've got likely healthy. Kohler looks like he could play some football. Do they need to get likely outside as a de facto wide receiver, get these other two tight ends on the field because the wide receivers seem like a, 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 a road to nowhere right now? The one glaring issue for the Ravens of late is not scoring enough points. So what caused the lack of scoring down the stretch? We already know that losing big play wide receivers Rashad Bateman and Devin Duvernay had a major impact. And then they lost Lamar Jackson in his explosive big play run threat. We also know the Ravens have dropped a lot of balls. And that's, you know, that had a major impact, especially in the red zone, mm -hmm. and causing interceptions. Think about this. Lamar Jackson averaged six-point yards per rushing attempt, and Tyler Huntley only averages 3.2 yes. uh, yards per rushing attempt. 
Last week, Coach Roman didn't even call a quarterback design run for Anthony yeah. Brown, probably out of fear of giving getting him hurt. Yeah. So Coach Roman, you know, he has his hands full uh, making up the loss of big playability. No doubt about it. Coach Roman uses, you know, use of the tight ends is more about the lack of receiver weapons than it is about the play calling to me. If he trusted his receivers, they would be used more. I think based off the tape, tight end Charlie Kohler showed he could catch the ball, but I don't see a big difference between him and Josh Oliver, mm-hmm. especially with the run after catchability or explosive speed. You know, the guy that stood out to me last week, believe it or not, was Sammy Watkins. I know he had the fumble. But he had two big receptions, back shoulder fades, one for 32 and one for 47 yards. So he showed the most promise of all the guys who played last week that Roman has to work with right now. In terms of Isaiah Laika, guess what? He's been used as a slot receiver all year long in average 10 point, you know, four yards per catch. Josh Oliver averaged 10.6 yards per catch. So these two guys, you know, in their role, complimenting uh, Mark Andrews, do a great job. You're not going to get that explosive down-the-field plays. You're going to get possession, run-after-catch type plays. When you lose explosive big play capability, the focus has to be on red zone efficiency. The Ravens finished the season ranked 30th in the National Football League. So hopefully Coach Roman, and we talked about it over the last few weeks, has saved all his best red zone mm-hmm. plays in the vault for the postseason guys. Okay, Bobby DePaul, now for the real stuff. The Bengals were bitching and moaning about the uh, the cheap Ravens after the game. Did you see any Ravens cheap shots? Were they doing anything dirty on the film? If you recall a few weeks back, I mentioned that Roquan Smith was my team MVP. Yes. Because nobody had impacted the team more than he did after his signing. When they signed Roquan Smith, I said he was legit. And the reason he was given number 18 jersey was because the Ravens hadn't had a middle linebacker like him since the 2018 season when C.J. Mosley last played. Last week, the Bengals finally got their first taste of a real middle linebacker, and they were punched in the mouth. Did Roquan Smith rough him up? Absolutely. I saw him roughing him up, but I didn't see anything dirty at all on tape. If you call somebody bumping into somebody celebrating dirty, then why no fine or flag thrown? Nobody tried to harm anybody on that tape that I watched. Congratulations to Roquan Smith and the Ravens for getting that deal done. It's an excellent signing. When I was in Chicago, I was I was involved in the biggest middle linebacker contract extension with Hall of Fame middle linebacker Brian Erlacher. So I know how tricky and emotional these things can get, guys. Any other observations ahead of this one, Bobby D? Get it all off your chest, brother. Let me tell you something. I know a lot of people aren't counting on the Ravens this week, but I, I feel like there's four things that if it goes right for them, yeah. they can win this football game. Number one, they continue to stop the run. Number two, they continue to run the football. And they, that power, uh, that power, oh, the outside running uh, was working that, uh, last Sunday. Score touchdowns in the red zone. If they can get over 50% success rate, that, that, that takes away – the seven-point spread that they uh, differential that's between these two teams right now, and then win the turnover battle. You know, the, the Ravens have the ability to shut these guys down as long as they have to force them to work the whole field. 
The other thing we always talk about is the officials. Yes. This is not this won't be good news. <laughs> the head referee for Sunday night's game is Clay Martin. This crew has thrown 187 yellow flags this year, and 60.4% have been thrown on the visiting team. In games played under this crew, the home team has a whopping 62.5% chance to win the game. So that means the visiting team only has a 37.5% chance of winning the game based off the officials. By the way, this is the same crew that worked the Ravens-Giants game way back when Mm. in week six. So be aware of home cooking (laughs) 2.0. Bobby DePaul, let the people know about the Bobby DePaul charities and those who support them. ID Technologies, Dell, and Ruckus Networks are proud to support Bobby DePaul Charities, a means to provide help to kids who struggle from unexpected hardships. Together, this team is committed to giving back while helping deliver world-class wireless networking solutions to federal agencies who need to be able to seamlessly connect over secure and reliable Wi-Fi networks. Visit www.idtech.com forward slash the fan to download our free wireless stress test report showing how the ruckus wi-fi 6 cloud managed access points outperformed its competitors please visit the id tech website and look for the walking with anthony foundation donation link a foundation that helps kids to pay for rehab from these devastating spinal cord injuries bobby DePaul, thank you brother always great enjoy your happy hour my friend and we will talk on monday get drunk with the iguanas thank you brother and none of the fans listening to that tonight are going to be shocked when the Ravens take it to him on Sunday night, guys. All, All right. right. There it weekend. is. Let's go. Bobby Speak it into existence. He's going Joe Namath on us. Yes. Hey, hey, Bobby D., thanks as always, my friend. You got it. Hey, coming up next, Lamar Jackson. Have we seen the last of him in a Ravens uniform? Plus, who are you starting at quarterback this Sunday, Anthony Brown or Tyler Huntley? We'll tell you next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.